Pour me, pour me another drink. Cause I don't wanna feel a thing no more. Hell no, I just wanna sip it till the pain wears off. Pour me, pour me another round. Line them up and knock them down. Two more, let's go. Cause I ain't never heard like this before. Don't wanna think about it. So every time and every place somewhere in life, man, you get a moment where you're able to break ground and do something great. And today I have with me Josh Big Hud from Gridiron Memorabilia. My man Ray Pabonius from 704 Charlotte Bound Show. I am Juan Dunn. And that moment is here. Today... We're going to bring you guys one of the greatest Panthers to us. He's newly just re-signed with the Carolina Panthers, man. Great piece. Everybody was happy when we signed this man back. He's glad, glad to be back today. We're going to talk about him and his foundation and some Carolina football, Carolina Panthers football. I will not let this man wait any longer. You guys Start putting your hands together right now for my man, <laughs> Bradley Wolfman. What's up, guys? Appreciate y'all having me. Hello, 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 The longest clap ever. I was going to say, that might... That might be a record. We could give it a better for him like that. Let's go to We get that crowd noise from the stadium in there. Brad, how's it going, man? Uh, it's going great. Going great. Getting ready to ramp up for OTAs. And okay. they're just right around the corner. So, you know, just soaking in the last few minutes of it. So. so, look, we are delighted to have you in the house with us. 704 Charlotte Bound Show can join today with Gridiron Memorabilia to be able to ask you some questions about the Carolina Panthers to get into your life a little bit, you know, with your foundation, with your wife and everything that you guys do. That's incredible. I think you guys are probably one of the most loved families in America at this point. I don't care what team you cheer for. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Just to start off going in that direction, because we're going to be rapid fire with your time. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to start off with Josh up in the corner. You know, it's going to talk a little bit about your foundation. We're glad to have you here. Thank your wife for letting you have us here. And we know you got a new addition to the family. We congratulate you for that too, man. You ready for some questions, Mr. Bozeman? Absolutely. Let's go, Josh. <laughs> Heck yeah, yo. What's up, Brad? How are you, man? So um, I, I just kind of, so I'm just kind of, I just grabbed a little blurb off of y'all's uh, website just to kind of introduce your foundation and what you guys do. Because like when uh, I, I generally do a, a fundraiser every, at least once a year to give to a charity, and we were looking for one that was Panther related. And when I found yours, it just spoke to me because you guys focus on, you know, fighting bullying and fighting food insecurity, which are both things that not only have I experienced, but I know people like my kids friends have experienced these are things that touched my heart and so i was like man we gotta if we're gonna do this we need to do this for a panther so just gonna kind of highlight it and then i got a couple of questions after that so um this says uh you know so their foundation has two pillars of anti-bullying and food insecurity 
Um, they're testaments to your dedication to your cities and your philanthropic work. Uh, when you're throwing a curveball with COVID, you didn't let that stop you. You kept coming up with new ideas, finding ways to get involved and be participatory. Um, you created the Sync Snack Program, which I think is huge, um, you know, to help those with food insecurity and also let those in the community touch base with the, the law enforcement, which is fantastic, which is definitely something that we need. Um, and so, you know, with that being said, that's that's I just kind of want to introduce that and give you a second. If there's anything you wanted to add to that uh, before I ask my questions uh, about your organization. Yeah, no, I think you did a great job. Uh, yeah, like you said, you know, we did start off with an anti-bullying uh, and then switched over to food insecurity. And you know, that was, <clears throat> I think that's really when we took a big step um, and towards helping our communities. You know, we're getting to these schools and talk to these kids about the dangers and, and troubles of bullying. Um, and then you also now get to switch gears and be able to feed these kids. I mean, when we were in Baltimore, I think 82% of the community was on free or reduced lunch. So whenever school shut down, like that's, that's a lot of kids going hungry. Um, yeah. And so that's, that's when we kind of really kicked in the high gear, trying to brainstorm, figuring out some ways to do uh, some different stuff and try to help these kids out. And finally came up with the Sync Snack Program. And Sync Snack stands for supporting your neighbors and communities. Um, and so these six by six food boxes go in the back of squad cars uh, with QR codes and um, you know, snacks and all kinds of different stuff. And it not only acts as a food source for some of these kids, but also as an olive branch for the police officers to these kids. Um, so we've just seen such a huge impact out of that. We're just so blessed to be in the Charlotte community. Um, some people may know, you know, we did this in Baltimore, but it took us about two and a half, three years to get it started in Baltimore. It took us two months in Charlotte. So that just speaks volumes to Charlotte and the community and the yeah. amazing uh, city that, that it is and the amazing state that uh, North Carolina and South Carolina are. For sure, for sure. Yeah, no, that's, like I said, that's that's part of the reason why I, I gravitated to it. When I brought it to Twan and Ray, they were like, oh, home run, let's go. So with that being said, uh, last year, as part of our fundraiser, we ate the world's hottest chip. And if you haven't seen that video and you want to laugh, Go watch that. You'll see a bunch of grown men suffering and crying. Uh, essentially, I mean, really, like literally crying. So, um, you know, and, and I, I typically do little things like that every year as part of my fundraising. So I was wondering, I was like, you know, Brad's kind of a, a comedian. He's a little bit of a, a, a funny guy. Is there anything crazy you've done to like, I mean, aside now, I've seen the, the outfits. The outfits are dope. You, you do a great job with that. But like, is there anything else you've done to like bring attention to your organization or help um, you know, make people laugh and just, you know, kind of, you know, take their guard down to to, to get them to talk to you about, you know, the, the the stuff you guys do. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for us, like, especially when we first started in anti-bullying, uh, is just being vulnerable, you know, being able to tell those stories, tell, you know, like I tell the kids um, whenever, when I was their age, when I was, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, um, I was, I was considered to be, look like Augustus Glue from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Like that was that was always my opening line to these kids because like give them like, give them a picture of like what I look like now versus what I look like then and be like wow this dude like he he really went through it too and uh, oh, so I, I think that's that's been a huge part of just being vulnerable and just being open and not not having this big ego and not having this big you know pride and shield put up just just be yourself and be who you are so that that's always been uh, Nikki and I's uh, kind of philosophy when we we talk to people in the community in the schools wherever it is. Absolutely, dude, and that's 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 very cool. Yep. And it's, so on that on that note, I do this because this is a funny thing that I've definitely seen you do on videos. I gotta ask, 
when you grab the helmet and you smash it in the air, <laughs> is that just like, is that like just to get the adrenaline going? Is that like, all right, I hate getting hit. I'm just going to hit myself before somebody else does. Like what, what is that? Is that just a tradition you've been doing for years or did you just start that with the pen? <laughs> no. So I've been doing that for a long time now. Um, actually, I, I stole it from Marshall Yonda. Um, so Marshall Yonda, I'm, a lot of people know who he is. A lot of people don't. Oh, yeah. Uh, played 13 years in the league. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, amazing yeah. person, amazing player. Uh, just one of those guys you want to emulate. And I've always tried to emulate Marshall. Uh, and his, when I first, first got in the league, he looks at me, he goes, put your helmet on. I'm like, what? He goes, put your helmet on. He's like, you're going to headbutt me. I'm like, okay. And the first one, it's like, you know, I'm like, like just boom, but he goes, wham and smash, like smash. I'm like, okay, I got to like bring my, bring myself whenever I do this with him. And so from there on out, like we just, it was just me and him. We just headbutt twice. Um, and that like, it was kind of a mentality thing. It's like to, to take that first hit. And so that when you step out on the field, you know, your first hit's not happening on the field. Your first hit happens on the sideline. And then the, to go with that, the adrenaline starts going. Like, it, it starts rolling. The emotions start flowing. Like, you're – like, whenever I do that, I'm, I'm locked in. Like, it's time to go. There's no more Mr. Nice Guy. Like, yeah. it's like we're, we're rolling. So um, that's like always it. been just kind of a mentality and a um, just a tone setter, really. I'd be like, not Bradley's yet. not playing today. I tell people Bradley's not playing today. Like, yeah. wow. Like, he's on the injury report because – He's 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 concuss. <laughs> he like he's, 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 he's legally have to be concussed at this period. <laughs> he's not going to be playing today. Man. <laughs> does your does your wife ever tell you to chill that out a little? <laughs> she she's kind of just started turning her head to it. You know, just kind of turn a blind eye, just not think about it, and just let me do my thing. So yeah. uh, we have we have a couple of those little things. We're just kind of just. You know, maybe not be the best idea, but we just we got to do it. Yeah, so, uh, but, but yeah, hey, whatever get the juices going. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's right. Well, that's all I had about the foundation, man. I mean, I I, I love what you guys do. I appreciate your involvement in the community. I hope to get down there to help do some packing of the boxes. I've seen you guys doing that. You guys are doing things. I saw the the Jersey Mike's thing the other day. Where 100 percent of proceeds from Jersey Mike's purchases in the Charlotte area went to your organization. That's fantastic. So, um, I, I would love to to keep to stay involved. And I, I, I mean, I'm two and a half, three hours from Charlotte, but I will get down there to, to help one of those events one day. So, I appreciate you guys doing that. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, I saw you chopping up the uh, the, the Philly yesterday. I mean, on, on the um. On the flat, I was just like, uh, yeah, I should probably ask him for a six inch or something like that or whatever. <laughs> like, were you really cooking that? It just looked like he was just clink, 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 clink. Yeah, they, they they wanted me to get on the grill. So I was like, hell, I'll, I'll get on the grill. I'm, I love cooking. So, hey, not, it looked like my first time it. doing a Philly cheesesteak. So, <laughs> I, I'm glad it's not your first, considering yeah. where you guys were up in Maryland. You're super close. Yeah, yeah. We, we love some Philly cheesesteaks now. Man, me too. Yeah, um, as you can see, Ray. <laughs> yeah, no, so I'll go with mine because I want Twan to get this moving uh, in the right direction. Uh, Twan does some some great one on ones, so I know you guys are gonna have some good uh, back and forths here. So, with that being said, um, looking for your favorite football moment, um, Twan and I played. Obviously, you know Josh is big into sports, um, so I played football, basketball. We all have that moment. Uh, where we're with the guys and we tell that one story. So uh, what's that one story from, from Bradley Bozeman? 
Uh, it has to be the second and 26th at Alabama. Um, you know, that, that, that's just one of those iconic moments. Senior year, uh, been grinding, you know, all five years there. And, uh, you know, going to overtime, make a huge comeback. You know, you win the national championship and then uh, get proposed, uh, proposed after the game. I mean, that was just, I mean, it, it's so hard to beat that moment. Uh, there's so many football moments. Uh, one kind of funny, funny one. Um, we were, so it was back in Alabama too. And so we're sitting on the sideline, you know, special teams, they only go, you know, punters only go like once, twice a week. They, you know, go with the team. Um, so it's time to punt. J.K. Scott, he's uh, he's sitting on the sideline whenever the punt team comes out, and he was our starting punter. And some of them in the backups sit standing there, and Coach Saban just looks. He's, like, looking around. He goes, hold on, hold on, stop. He's like, J.K., what, like, what's up? What's going on? He goes, Coach, you know, my uh, my knee, my patella's kind of hurting today, so I don't think I'm going to punt. He goes, J.K., let me tell you something. He goes, my ass hurts every day. I still wipe it. Get in there and punt. So he was, he was punting in practice. So. Yeah, wow. <laughs> that's oh, funny. That was just, that's always been one that's that definitely exceeded my expectation of answers. Okay. That's phenomenal. Um, so, yes, keep How do you respond to that as a player? Yeah, I, was gonna say, I mean, yeah. I don't even know how you yes, really follow that up. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. I got you. You got it, sir. Um, so, yes, um, we all want to know. Um, you know, it's it's you're in the spotlight, NFL player. Um, but especially after just even these, you know, 14 minutes, you seem like just another guy, you know, one of the guys. Um, so, you know, what does one of the guys – do with their free time like what are some of your hobbies obviously you know collectibles for me besides sports of course is what i'm going for here collectibles for me uh what is it that that bradley does in his free time what is his interest um i got i got a lot of stuff that i like to do i like to hunt i like to fish my hunting season kind of gets messed up with football um but that's, we'll, we'll take that we'll take that for right now i mean you're still um, hunting but <laughs> right different different kind of hunting um, right but <laughs> but and I, I love to fish too. Uh, we actually just bought a house on Mountain Island Lake, um, so hopefully to get out there a little bit more. You know, trying to trying to convince my wife that we need to buy a fishing boat. So uh, that, that's that's what we're doing right now. Let them have she's it. Sitting, she she's sitting <laughs> in the corner right now, rolling her eyes at me. So, uh, <laughs> so I can feel the energy from over here. <laughs> right, right. Um, I'm looking over my shoulder. See if my wife's coming. Right. <laughs> um, I love I love collecting bourbon. Uh, big bourbon collector. Um, okay. You know, not not it. I don't have a huge collection. I have a very a very solid collection. Ooh, <laughs> I see that yeah, this this man will have some conversations with you. He does a whole show. On this <laughs> oh yeah, we actually we just came back from a, a surprise trip for one of my one of my best friends in Nashville, uh, and we just did a whole bourbon tour in Kentucky uh, this last weekend. So we did Buffalo Trace, we did Willet, uh, Jim Beam. Um, where else did we go? I mean, we I think we hit what was it? We hit 11. Yeah, I think we hit 11 in three days. So it was a lot, a lot of bourbon going on, a lot of knowledge going on. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a good time, though. So it was a bunch of us went up there and hung out. So I, I love to collect bourbon, uh, play video games. I kind of – I do a little bit. I dabble in everything. So Okay. Nice. Nice. All right, Twine, I, I got I to gotta ask. I'm sorry. What's your favorite bourbon? If you if you're daily – so I'll give you two questions, kind of in one. Your favorite daily drinker that you can find anywhere, or your and your favorite like special one that you it's hard to find. Um, let's see. I'm probably question. for like daily drinker. I don't know because I like I like to switch it up. So 
daily is probably if I could shoot probably Angels Envy. Big love Angels Envy. Um, yeah, that's and cool. then I don't know. I actually my it was it was Buffalo Trace there for a little while, and we actually did a blind taste test, and I just I figured out that I just like the name of Buffalo Trace. I didn't like what was in the bottle. Uh, it's, it, crazy, it's, 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 yeah. it's crazy. So, um, but yeah, I'm a, I, I do like Blanton's. You know, it's a it's a little bit harder one to find. Um, yeah, it's in my upper part of my my collection. So. Uh, I'm still looking for the S right now. So I got I to gotta find the S. I got everything else except for it. So, um, but yeah, I, I would say Angels Envy and Blanton's. Cool. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump in. I just, you said bourbon. I was like, oh, man, I got I it. Knew, I, knew, I had a feeling you were going to hop in. I, I expect yeah. you to. That's that's your, <laughs> that's you, your drink. And I you got you to gotta throw it in the Eagle Rare, too. Uh, Eagle Rare for, for every day. It's, it's good. Okay. If, if you can find it, not overpriced like crazy. But uh, it's, it's usually a good price bourbon. So, ooh, heck, yeah. Yeah, I love, I'm, 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 I guess I'm, I'm over here just thinking to myself, yeah, I love tequila, so that's all y'all. Yeah, I don't drink bourbon. <laughs> so that is all y'all. Like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm I, heard, a, I did not hear Patron at any point in time, so I'm out. <laughs> or uh, Casamigos at any point. So. But Josh <laughs> is definitely the bourbon guy. Hey, look, stop playing. Bradley, we about to go to the team now, baby. You ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I, won't, I won't go. I won't go too hard on you. I won't go too hard. But I'm going to start off with a question. Okay, so look, in the Carolinas right now, it seems like there's a whole cult going on right now, and it's you. The cult is uh, Colt Bryce Young. <laughs> And Colt C.J. Stroud, you know, people are – the fans are diehard down the middle. It's crazy when we do these shows. People are like they're, they're ready to fight already. It's intense. For us, this is probably one of the most intense times as a Panthers fans in a long time. One of the things we said I following last year, we got to get Bozeman back. We got you. We brought in D.J. Shark. Um, uh, the running back from the Eagles. I'm going to make this easy for you. I'm going to make this easy for you because you're an Alabama alumni. (laughs) Next year, who do you think you're going to be hiking the ball to? Honestly, I don't know. Like I I went, I've even went back and forth so many times. I think regardless of who they pick, it's going to be a, it's going to be a high quality pick. Um, I mm-hmm. think each one of them has something that the other doesn't. Um, right. You know, I, I think one of them's, you know, he's from a from a quarterback standpoint, he's there's no better option. Um, but then the other from, a, you know, a physical stature, you know, there he, he fits the physical role. Um, so, you know, it, it's just a, it's kind of I think it's kind of a give or take. Um, and then, but I just think whoever they decide to go with, whatever kind of scheme they decide to run with this year, because um, you know all that plays a factor into it too. I, I don't think right. you can make a wrong choice, obviously. Right. At this point, I've been telling people. At this point, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, we—I don't really feel like we can lose. You know. Yeah, but when I agree. We were thinking about doing this interview, I was like, Bozeman with the Alabama, and Bryce Young is coming out of Alabama, so you know right. what 
the tide wants to see. It might be like a 51 49. One way. It'd be a cool dynamic. I will say that. But, um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm not really torn either way. Um, I think, like I said, both of them would be a great gotcha. bet. So. They're both awesome. Uh, well, look, you don't uh, mind me chiming in for a quick right, split right, second, right. and you can keep the answer short just from being in the league. You don't think which is the main knock to, to Bryce right now is his height. You don't – that does not bother you. Even – you would be his teammate. You would be the one protecting him. That doesn't bother you. I mean, you got to clean out the pocket regardless. You know, you got to right. you got to take the shots. you got to move the middle. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if you got a 6'7 dude out there. If you're not clearing the pockets and keeping hands down, it, it don't matter. Um, so, you know, it's what, whatever we have to do, do we have to do, you know. So we, we yeah. love taking on those kind of challenges and stuff. And um, I've always been a big – clean out the middle guy. So, you know, I go and take my shots when I can. And um, so, you know, it's, it kind of, it kind of is what it is to, to be honest. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't care who they draft. They're going to draft mm-hmm. one of them and uh, they're, we're going to go to work and we're going to get some, get some stuff done. So there you go. Absolutely. Good time. Good times in the future for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, James Campen, James Campen, who I consider to be offensive coach of the year last year. Uh, one of the things that Carolina Panthers have always struggled with in our past long before you got here, was uh, the offensive line. Um, one of the things uh, that people constantly said for years is that the Carolina Panthers never put a line in front of Cam Newton when he was here. Now this offensive line is incredible. And see, then you have to start looking at who they brought in to coach the offensive line. My next question for you is, that offensive line is superb. I mean, it's something to be joyous and cry about. I'm so happy to have one, finally. You know, and James Camp and uh, uh, your offensive line coach, I mean, how is you guys' relationship and uh, how does it go with him, you know? Yeah, I, I love Coach Camp. I think he's one of the best coaches I've ever had. Um, I mean, the guy, he's a mastermind when it comes to line work, uh, to drills, keeping it light, because it, it's it's more than just like a physical battle out there. It's a, it's a mental and emotional battle, too. And he knows how to combat all three of those phases. Um, so, you know, for, for him to be able to come in there and come back and sign back, um, was, was huge, you know, my bigger than a lot of the other signings we've had. Um, so, you know, for him to be able to stay and to be able to continue to coach and grow that offensive line, um, is massive. So I'm, I'm so thrilled. He was one of the reasons I came to Carolina. I said, I mean, I sat down for two hours, um, before I decided that, um, that I was going to come to Carolina. And after that two-hour conversation, I knew, like, this guy, I could really grow under this guy. Regardless if I started, regardless of, you know, what whatever happened, I could grow under this guy. Um, and that that was one of the biggest things I wanted. I mean, he's – for young kids coming in, for old guys that are old and established, you know, for whole units, he's – he's there's no better option. So, mm-hmm. What game do you have circled this upcoming year, the game that – sticks out amongst other games this year that we're going to play the next season that you have circled on your calendar that you can't wait to play. I know you can't wait to play every game, but which one, you know, is there, is there a couple that you're like, yeah, I can't wait for these two games. So this one game. Um, I, if I'm going to be honest with you, I hadn't really even looked at the schedule yet. <laughs> we, got, <laughs> we, got a, we got a long time to go to, we got OTAs, we got mini camp, we got no. training camp. Like I'm, I'm I'm a, I'm a one stepping stone at a time kind of guy right now. So you know, we're, when we're getting a little closer and getting those first couple games, I mean, there'll, there'll be times in the season like you don't know who the game after next is because you're so locked into each game and you're trying not to you're trying not to look ahead. You know, you're trying to really be locked in and and streamlined into that one um, 
into that one game that you're facing. So, so that, I mean, to be honest, I haven't looked at it yet. Come on, Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> one step at a time. You, you know how this goes, Juan. One week at a time. It's on to Cincinnati. Yeah. I got to ask you this question. Um, when you line up at center, is there one guy so far uh, with you playing in the NFL all the years that you've been in the NFL where you're like, I hate lining up in front of this guy. You know what I'm saying? He's going to really make me work today. Not really. I mean, I don't, I don't think I really have a guy like that. Oh, okay. Um, you know, there's some, there's some, you know, there's, there's some dudes that are good. Like they're, don't get me wrong. They're good, but you know, you like the challenge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, I went to Alabama for a reason. You know, I, I like the challenge. I like the, I like the, the struggle of it. So, you know, going through it and because I'm going to bring my best every, every play, you know, I'm going to try to, I'm going to whoop his ass. He's going to try to whoop my ass and you know, whoever wins at the end of the day is, is going to be the better man. So, um, so that, that's, I mean, that's just kind of the mentality that, that I try to bring. Um, you know, I don't really, I don't really care who lines up there. You know, it, it's another man. He's he's beatable just like everyone else. They get paid like we get paid. We get paid like they get paid. So there you go. Um, that's just kind of that's just kind of my mentality. Man, such a lineman answer too. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, nobody thought that. I'm like, why you gonna get the ass whipped? But I was, know, saying, I was I was expecting to hear like maybe an Aaron Donald or you know, uh, or a Derek Brown, somebody who obviously go against in practice. And my man said without hesitation, no. <laughs> I, love I love the confidence. That's phenomenal. Hey, I love it. But, but love that it. speaks to to me because, like, and, and I'm sorry, Twan. I know you're on your thing, but I, this is a quick. Go for it. Go for it. So, like, when when you came in last year, when when F line got hurt and you came in, aside from the coaching change that happened, like, I felt like there was a noticeable difference in our line. And I don't know if it's because you're more physical, you communicate, but I don't know what the difference was. But like, you came in and it was different, man. Like. We started running down. You know, you trade away one of the best running backs in the league, and then the next man steps up and gets a thousand yards in a shortened season. Like that's mm. that's huge. And so, like when you came in, I, I felt your your mindset and everything you're saying today, like just fits with exactly what I thought was happening. Like he just came in, I was like, "Stop making excuses. Let's just whip their ass." Like, you know, it, <laughs> that's I, it, that it changed, man. You just you just felt that energy and chemistry change and so i mean was that something that you felt too or like you just like hey i'm just doing my job i'm just i mean that's that's something i've always like i feel like that's the reason i've made into this league um that's the reason i've been i was a six-round draft pick you know six-round draft picks aren't supposed to hang around for too long um but you know came in started my second year i've always brought that that mentality and try to be that leader on the field um, you know, try to bring that like strong-headed you know just you know we're gonna whoop their ass i don't care who it is like let's go um kind of mindset you know, and just and just being me and being who I am, you know, and just try to bring guys along. Like keep obviously like keeping it light. Like we're not like hardos, you know, out there, but right. um, but you know, just like just continue just trying to strive and, and be physical and be dominant, getting those double teams and move people off the ball. Um, that's always been my mindset. And I think that's why I'm like I'm a grinder. Like that's how I've been, that's who I am, and that's why I'm in this league. So um so yeah, I I that's why I pride myself on. This is a really good question for you. Um Everybody knows that you played in Baltimore before you came here. And you played, uh, you were in the center for Lamar Jackson. And first of all, you know, Lamar Jackson reminds us of Cam around here with the way he plays. He's so dynamic. Two two part question to this. You know, it, without 
because I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. You know, how do you feel what's going on, you know, the unfortunate uh, situations that are going on with him in terms of uh, signing his contract, you know, um, and uh, he seems to be a quarterback that gives it his all and, and why Baltimore uh, seems to be stalling. You know, I never try to go and say things as facts because we're just fans and we don't really know what's been said behind the um, closed door. So how do you feel about the situation that Lamar Jackson is currently going through? Um, you know, I think it sucks. You know, I, I think he's a, I honestly think he's like a one in a lifetime kind of player. Um, mm-hmm. and especially at that position, like the way he moves. I mean, guys, like it's, it's, it's crazy. Like it's even crazier on the field next to him. Um, mm-hmm. like guys, he's a leader and I always start by saying this, like he's, he's a better person than he is a player. So mm-hmm. I mean, the guy he's ever since he's been the same person that he's walked in the door as he is now, um, just level-headed, you know, he, he's had every reason to, to be big headed and to be, have a huge ego, but he doesn't, he's a leader. He's a, he's a man's man. Like he, he's he's who you think he should be. Um, right. and yeah, it, it's the, the whole situation does really suck. Um, you know, some unfortunate injuries and stuff over the last you know couple of years and different stuff right. like that. Um, but you know, it, it's, it, it does suck. You know, I hope that something works out well for him and he gets the money he deserves. What, 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 even a thousand moons <laughs> that, you know, what I'm saying. Like, we all know where you're going. <laughs> What if in a thousand moons, uh, what if, you know, uh, Scott Fitter is just out here smoke screening us and secretly working in the background and we say, you know what, I like Bryce, I like Stroud, and they put together some package because Fitter is spending money now. He's spending a lot of money. I mean, well, not Fitter, I mean, uh, Tepper. How would you feel if Lamar came to Carolina? Dude, Lamar's my guy. Like, Lamar, like, Lamar is <laughs> legit. Like, yeah. So, he, he's my guy. Uh, I mean, yeah, well, he calls it, he calls my, my son his nephew. So, uh, oh, okay. But, you know, I, I, you know, I wouldn't, obviously, I wouldn't be mad at it at all. Okay. Um, so, you know, but that that's above my pay grade. So, you know, they, they make I wouldn't be mad at it either. You know, I I'm, wouldn't I'm be mad at it at all. Whoever, whoever, whoever walks in that door, whenever it's time to, <laughs> time to go, that's who we're going with. So, Exactly. Uh, yeah, but yeah, like I, I wouldn't be mad at all. Bradley, uh, people want to know, um, are you going to be doing any jersey signings, any memorabilia signings anytime soon or anytime later on in the year? And, um, you know, um, how did we need to go about that? You know, I know a lot of people set up with um, companies that do signings and um, uh, companies like uh, Josh's up there with Gridiron Memorabilia. Uh I want a Bozeman jersey. You, I'm telling you right now, you are the very first offensive lineman jersey I've ever wanted in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, oh, you could just I have defensive line jerseys. I don't have O-line jerseys. You could just send us one. <laughs> so we'll definitely, we'll definitely no, get the Bozeman. I don't have anything lined up yet. Uh, always yeah. always open for, for proposals and different stuff like that for uh, people to send our way. So Always open to do one for sure. I just haven't I haven't lined anything up yet. So, hey, somebody pay this man and and line it up. What, what I'm hearing, Josh, <laughs> is that he's not exclusive to anybody. So that's very. That's I, very I know funny. a lot of people are going with fanatics and, and things of that nature. So you know, that's what yeah, I'm they, hearing. They right don't now. do alignment. <laughs> they don't. They don't do alignment. <laughs> yeah, that's well, the, I, I, I might just. I'm already doing alignment signs. 
<laughs> you need to do a whole lot of job in there. Hey yeah. man, they love you in the Carolinas, Bradley. You know, Absolutely, so they gonna have to do something. Hey, we 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 love it there. So we're you know we're we decided that you know we're we're moving, making it home. So we're we're excited. You could just go ahead and retire here as well, too. You know, hey, I'd be I'd be down. I'd be down. We got we got a couple oh, more years to go on that one though. So I'm gonna keep <laughs> keep playing some good ball, and then we'll when we get to that moment, I'll let y'all know. <laughs> um, just just a few more questions. We can wrap it up here. Um. I know when I played football, Ray played football when Josh grew up in Middle League. <laughs> I was in a band. I was a band nerd. Or the band, you know. I mean, he had to admire somebody, man. So, I mean, we all have the people that we admired before we came up. Is there another center that you looked at um, coming up and you was like, like, that's who I'm, I, I idolize? You know, I want to be like that guy. I want to have his legacy before I'm done with football. But your own legacy, your own name. But is there any guy that you look towards and you just like, I want to be as good as him? Um, so it was like a kid. I never really had someone like that. You know, I you know, mm-hmm. I looked up to my dad, I looked up to my brother. Um, my, my goal was always to be better than my brother. That that was like that was my first my first stepping stone there. It was like I just I want to be better than my brother. Um, so uh, but then got into college and you know, started kind of figuring out kind of who I was as a player and kind of where I kind of fit in, um, what I could do to to change some things up. And I really did a deep dive into Jason Kelsey. Um, mm. And how he plays, and I'm nothing. I'm nothing like Jason Kelsey, but to be able to try to pull some of the the bags bags of uh, tricks out of, out of from what watching what he does and how he gets his head across, and you know the dips and rips and and everything he does, uh, you know I, I was I was really deep diving into his film and stuff. So I mean, if I had to say something, it'd definitely be Kelsey. I mean, guy was a well, he was a fifth, sixth round draft pick. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's a grinder. He was undersized. He was all this and that. He'd never make it. And, um yeah definitely i mean guys going to what year 13 14 um he's gonna be a first uh first time hall of fame first ballot hall of famer you know i mean you know, if i could have the career he had if i could be the guy he is man i would be all about it it's gonna happen it's actually that i'm manifesting it it's gonna happen <laughs> I tell you what, that. carolina is the place to do it you win one here happen. Gonna, yeah we've had two <laughs> shots at one we haven't gotten it you win one here you're immortalized. Like that's that's what it'll be. <laughs> so I, I got so. an I hope so. I got an award at my well, an award I made up for you, and it's called uh, the Biggest Balls Award. And, and you won this award. Let me just show you this picture because. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I don't know mo- most guys like man, you know the anticipation. You know the answer could have been no. <laughs> You did it on TV. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad y'all won. <laughs> you know, and, and that's a whole nother question. Like, would you would you have done that that night if no. you lost? No. <laughs> no chance. No. Because <laughs> that, that I'm trying to no. think. Wasn't it Ian Johnson, the, the Boise State? Yeah, yeah, Run he back? did. Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he proposed, but that was after a huge win. So I was always wondering. I'm like, I wonder if this man still would have proposed after a loss. So. Yeah, How no, did you feel no, no, about no that chance. night, man? And like, was that like one of the greatest nights of your life? That was the greatest night of my life. Yeah, it was. I mean, we won a national championship, um, got engaged. She said yes. Um, so, that kind of funny story. I'll tell you all the background story to that um, right. if we got some time. But yeah, uh, so, man, so look, okay. we make all the time for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, we get, so, we get to the, we get to the game, right? Yeah. And usually after the game, um, 
you know, girlfriends, fiancés, whatever, moms get to come down to the, get to come down to the, uh, oh, Nikki, I think Nikki's saying hello. Oh, okay. Oh, Brody, Brody and Nikki are saying hello. Oh, look at those. Hey! <laughs> Hi, Nikki. Uh, <laughs> Um, okay, so we were. So uh, he's going to be about six, eight, and eighteen years. <laughs> dude, he is sla- he is slapped on some weight right now. He's like fourteen pounds. Like, dude is just growing oh. like a weed. It's crazy. Um, okay, yeah. But but anyway, so we so we go to the game. You know, usually girlfriends, fiancés, moms, dads, whatever, can come on the field after the game and take pictures. So I had already set it up. I had the ring already. And I told her, I was like, hey, after the game, you're going to come down to the field and we're going to take some pictures. She goes, okay, that, that sounds great. That sounds a lot of fun. So we get there, and, of course, Trump shows up, and so secret security is everywhere. Um, oh, and, I mean, just, like, completely packed out. Yeah. So we, we finally win. You know, all I think there was, like, 17 of them total that were at a game of our uh, friends and family. And so all of them know what's going on. And, you know, we're going into overtime. And her mom, who doesn't really care much about football, uh, is like <laughs> freaking out going into overtime. And like, Nikki's like, "What's like? What's wrong with you? What's going on? Like, you were really passionate. There. Like, way to go!" And so, anyways, we get to after the game, win the football game, and we go over. And I told my uh, the only person that knew was the uh, nutrition uh, staff member that was holding the ring, and our head trainer because I wanted to talk to him. I was really good friends with him. He was he was a big dog, so he he knew <laughs> that it would be okay for me to do it. So. I told my offensive line and my offensive line coach uh, right before I went and did it. And um, so we go over and sitting there, I'm like, hey, like, just come. She couldn't get to the stairs. I was like, just jump down and I'll, like, I'll, I'll catch you. Like, it wasn't too far up. <laughs> and the Secret Service woman beside me goes, if you jump, I will tase you. I'm like, if you tase her, we will have a very bad night. <laughs> 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 and so, so my offensive line coach figure out, figures out that I can't get her down grabs his right. wife's credentials, gives them to her. She goes around to the stairs and is trying to come down in the field. Well, the, the security guy goes, yeah, those are the wrong credentials. And they were the correct credentials. He was just being an ass. So my, then my offensive line coach runs over, grabs the producer of ESPN. He goes, hey, you want this to happen. Here's what's about to happen. He runs over, grabs the credentials guy and snatches him out of the way. And she comes down in the field. We're taking pictures, get it set up, dropped her knee, proposed, and – the rest is history. It blew, it blew oh. up from there. So, yeah, it was, wow. it was wild. It was so That's wild. Dope, man. Yeah, for that to actually be able to happen, like it was, it was almost like Mission Impossible. Like it was just I mean, crazy. You got the Secret yeah. Service to get engaged. Secret right? Service trying to stop the moment. Right, right. Somebody always got tased that night. He said. He said, look, if you tase her, it's going to be a long night. <laughs> it's going to be a bad night for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been crazy. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a while, but we got it done. So. Hey, well, it looks like we've come to the end, uh, Bradley. We didn't want to overdo the time, man. We're just so blessed for you to give us the time that you did give us, and we thank your wife for allowing you to uh, spend this time with us. Uh, you know, um, we want to give you the opportunity to let anybody else know anything you want to add uh, with your foundation or anything that's coming up uh, in the near future that they should know about. Yeah, so uh, you can keep up with us. Uh, and the website is bozemancharity.com. Uh, we have everything's on our um, Facebook, uh, Instagram, 
Twitter. Um, we all we have handles for that on there, um, and you can find it on mine or Nikki's, and mine's BS BS Bose. Um, it's my Twitter handle, Instagram, Facebook, the whole nine yards, and it's the links posted right there. But to donate, to find out information on packing day events, on stuff we're coming up in the future, uh, it's bozemancharity.com. So just go out there, check it out. Um, and yeah, so I, pre- I really appreciate you guys having me. Thank you guys for, for all the money I raised. That was that was amazing. I, I got to go check out the full video. I saw a little clip of it, but I got to go check uh, out the whole no, video. Don't, don't look at that video. Don't I was going to say, so earlier, you know, there's always that one guy in the room that tries to act tough. Yeah, that was me. Uh, I was good. I was good at first, but man, it don't was. Look at that video. I don't even know how to describe it. You gonna see us different. You gonna look at us different. You gonna look at us different. I was completely fine. I felt fine, and then it was just out of nowhere. I it was very uncomfortable, Brad. That's a, that's the best I can put it. It was, it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. Yeah. It was under, oh, un- uncomfortable the next day as well. Hey, Brad, I usually ask everybody that comes on with, on with the one-on-ones that I'm doing right now, Twanon versus everybody. Uh, here's, a, here's a cool question on the way out. Hey, man, what are you playing in your radio right now? You know what I'm saying? What are you listening to as far as music-wise? Uh, man, I kind of I jump all over the place. Uh, but okay. right now, I'm big into, like, Chris Stapleton. Um, uh, who, who, who's the new artist we found? New Morgan Wallen album? Uh, oh, the, the Morgan Wallen. I'm big into that right now. Um, yep. Zach Bryan. Uh, there's one more. I can't remember his name. That just kind of came around. But, um, but yeah. So I'm, I'm big into those. I'm big into my like kind of like slower country right now. So just country. Yeah, country right now is it? But not, I, and I, I mean, get you going on game days or game right day uh, playlist a little different. Listen, my 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 playlist wouldn't wouldn't fire anybody up. So. <laughs> like, <laughs> I try to keep. I try to keep it. Just call level, before like, the storm approach. Yeah, just keep it That's, level. Um, make it be easy, and and uh, then I'll I'll jump into it. So um, I used to like do all these songs and have this the song play right before I go out and all this crap. But then it just starts to like being like superstitious, and I, I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious, but not superstitious. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> word. But yeah, so so I don't I don't really game day is not really. No, really, music like the, the headbang, like that's like I'm, I'm ready. To so, so, so you said you said when people are hyped up in the locker room, if they go and put your mic, like put your headphones in the ear, they're like, oh yeah, that's not gonna get me charged up, man. You stay yeah, right. Yeah, there. No, no, hand it, no hand it right <laughs> back. So. All right, man. Look, everybody, man. Look, the one and only Bradley Bowlesman, man. Give it up, that man, right now. Three one. Give it up. Don't wait. Step up. He's here, man. We appreciate your time, Bradley. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for coming in here with us, man. All right. Appreciate you, man. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. All right. Have a good rest of your day, man. All right. See y'all. All right, bro. You're the greatest, man. Take care, bro.